Hello, listeners. This is Scott, your Seasons of Skyrend host and DM. I'm coming to you today with a very special announcement. Since our launch in March, we've been constantly looking for ways to make our podcast easier to enjoy. We made great strides in July when we expanded to over a dozen podcast sharing services. Today, I'm proud to say that we've added yet another to the list. As of this week, Seasons of Skyrend is also available on Spotify. Go ahead and hit that follow button on Spotify if you want to listen to us there. The Spotify service requires a bit more to be included, and it would not have been possible without all of your great support. We cannot thank everyone enough. Before I go, we also want to urge you to rate and review us if you like what we do. That helps us spread the word, move us up the charts, and to keep expanding our podcasting presence as we have today with Spotify. Thank you all again for everything. Now then, please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5th edition D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore the world around them. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If there's one thing that can bond folks together, it's secrets. Secrets held from and between those in our lives, and we need to be careful when attempting to bring them to light. There is safety in keeping them, yes, and danger, but when you go seeking them out, there's no way to hide from the truth once it's discovered, no matter how benign or terrifying. Just do as I say, and everything will be fine. Shh, shh, shh. There's a knock at the door. Oh, Your door bitch. is very busy. Uh, fine. What? You turn and Kantos peeks his head back in. Oh, mother of God, dude. What do you want? <laughs> I, I just wanted to know if you wanted a lock for the case. I'm fine. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to disturb. No, we're we're good here. We were just finishing up. He He looks very, very confused. And as you turn back, that woman is just gone. Vanished into thin air. Mm -hmm. That sounds about right. No, I was just talking to this nice... Whatever. I'm good. (laughs) Yes, uh, we are good as well. And he just kind of, like, shuts the door and walks out. So what would the three of you like to do? I go knock on on Vale's door. Yay! (laughs) I open my door. How was your morning? I got a business deal. We need to make it to the capital. 
Oh, well, we can't leave. <laughs> what? Why can't we leave? Because I just got told by a magical vanishing woman that I have to protect Earl Earl, or the city is going to fall. <laughs> protect? But we're not in the protection business. No, not you. Just me. And she wouldn't exactly tell me why or how I'm supposed to do it, because, you know, there's, like, multiple of him and only one of me, and, um... What is she giving you for protecting him? Nothing. A favor sometime in the future. But I don't know how I'm supposed to contact her, considering she just went poof. Freaking elves, man. <laughs> you have to tell me. So, there's that. Um, I got my loot, um, and I think that Contos might follow us out of here because he's so worried about it. Is he being anal about the loot? Um, it's a little more than that. <laughs> awesome. Well, I guess you have to figure... I don't really want to... You don't really want to... I don't really want to protect this guy. He's kind of creepy. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything. Well, I'm not going to ditch you. We came here together. It's not about ditching me. It's you don't you don't have to figure out a way to protect him. I do. I tried to tell her that I wasn't omniscient, but she didn't seem to care. I used my biggest words and everything, and she was like, "Whatever, just so, do it." So, Darvin, yes, <laughs> you're back upstairs now. What would you like to do? What was I supposed to do once I got again? How was I supposed to tell Count Duchess? Count Duchess, they are up here in the greenhouse as well now, just going about their business in the morning. Got it. You could give, like, a real good subtle nod and okay. not worry about it. Okay. Alright, now it's just about gathering forces, so, if you want them. Yep. I'm gonna go try and find them. This is gonna be interesting. Alright, you make your way over to Vale's room when they are both inside. The door is shut, of course, and you can hear them talking inside. I knock on the door. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so done with knocking on doors. I open the door. Hey, guys. Oh, it's you. I'm sorry. Oh, I Darvin. apologize. Um, can I come in for a sec? Yeah, it's the party. Come on in. I need to show you guys something. I say this once I'm inside. Yeah. Okay. You're inside. The door's closed. Nobody can... Yeah. Nobody else is in here. It's just the three of you. Okay. Will you follow me? Oh, yeah. I, I'm taking off my giant goofy hat and oh. leaving that behind. I'm not wearing that around to go traipsing anywhere. Um, Bring your gear, though. Oh, well, yeah, I never leave anywhere without just, it. Just in case. Are you in your in Bat Noble? In case of what? Bat Noble. No, because no, I can't do monk things in the Bat, Bat Noble, Noble. <laughs> Okay, then yes. It's loose enough that you can monk around. Then yes. <laughs> monk around. But I've also monk got around. my... Monk around. Short, short. I'm going get down. <laughs> monk. Monk. <laughs> you just shot a hair tie at me. Yes. It's okay. So, Darwin, you were trying to get your friends to follow you. Yeah. Everybody going? Oh, uh, yeah. I got um, nothing else to do. Just, I... Come, come on, Arnis. I need, I need you to see this. Oh, okay. That's really cryptic, but sh- sure, why not? So on the way, I give Count Duchess or, you know, just the general Mysterio. Yeah, you, you're going down the hall, and you see Count Duchess uh, walking with a nice, like, glass of ice water. Give them the subtle nod. They give it right back. They just give you a quick little, like, finger thing, just, like, three minutes. As long as you head down there now, you're like, you know, it'll be fine. We'll meet up with you. Cool. And you head downstairs, and you all walk down past the exit from the Royal Playground, just below that, and Darwin leads you to these very large set of double doors, and right through it, and you're in this old, decrepit town uh, with broken buildings and statues. There's that one statue of Earl Earl next to the sundial there in the middle, where uh, Count Duchess told you to wait. So we need to wait here for a minute. But in the meantime, I wanted to check out this statue. Where the hell are we? That's a good point. I don't know where we are. But you have something to show us, but you don't know where we are? 
Uh, another party is involved. We, we need to wait on them. I... But let's investigate the statue in the meantime. As you look around, you notice there's dirt under your feet. Like, this is just earth. It's not stone. It's not wood. None of the houses look in particularly good repair. But if you want to investigate the statue, you can go. go yeah, let's investigate the statue. Roll in and investigate. It's like actually a thing. So let's roll for that. Okay. Darwin's been here before, even if it was just very briefly and in passing. And he goes up and he finds the... Uh, like the inscription at the base of the statue to Earl Earl. And it says, To Earl Earl, who fought valiantly against the elements for the well-being of the citizens of Earl. Though many were lost, we will celebrate those who were saved. And we shall thank Earl Earl for all of his efforts. Oh, shit. Uh, and it is dated 1580. How long ago is that? 149 years. How long do elves live again? Very long. Hundreds of years. So that's not an issue. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not like, Earl shouldn't be that old. Elves live hundreds of years. That's not outside of the realm of possibility. And I have no indication yet that he has been... I'm still trying to wrestle this with, does my god really want me to do without really having time to, you know, check. I don't have any indication that he's supposed to be dead, right? No, you don't. Not based on the statue. It doesn't look like it's a monument or something where he actually died. Right. This is just, like, a thank you statue. Gotcha. It doesn't say who built it, just that it's honoring Earl for his efforts. Probably the French. French usually build the statues. I don't know who our equivalent of the French would be. (laughs) It's also very possible that Earl just had a commission himself. (laughs) That's probably true. (laughs) It seemed like the kind of thing he would do. So, is there anything anybody wants to do before Count Duchess shows up? Look in the house, see if we can find any fat loose. You're gonna steal What's going from the on? Earl? So I'm just gonna, like, it's not the Earl, it's a bunch of old, crumbly houses. We're stealing from dead people. Or, you know, the poor. I guess that's bad. <laughs> We're not stealing from real people, just the dead poor people. <laughs> well, if they're dead, it's fine. Uh, if they're alive, it's not. You go into the houses, and you notice that there's a lot of just water and snow damage. Okay. To all of these houses, very few have intact roofs. There's nothing particularly of value. It looks like the snow was excavated in an attempt to preserve how it was after whatever happened here. I see. But you don't notice any bodies. It's definitely been long enough that anything here in the houses immediately surrounding the statue would have been removed and properly taken care of. I guess I'm just hanging out by the statue then. Anyway. And as you're coming back to the statue, Count Duchess approaches, looks to you, Darwin. Oscar, have you filled your friends in? No. Figured it was best to hear from you. Very well. They look at the three of you. Look, I'm I'm worried about Earl. He's he's straining himself far too much. And I think if you could stop him from spreading himself even thinner, you could save him. His mind at least. He's such a brilliant man, but there's just so many of him. I'm afraid it's it's just being pulled taut and it's gonna snap. The last thing you need is a bunch of crazy people running around town. Exactly. Especially ones with power. I explained to your friend Oscar here. If you could just go in there as they motion towards the door at the other end. At the other end of the the square, basically. And just shut it all down. Just destroy it all. My understanding is this is not going to be... Simple or easy. Right. Hence, gear. Got it. Um, I have a question. Yes, Um, Mr. Gray. Are you all... Associated with a uh, lovely and high-strung elf named Vera. The name doesn't ring a bell. No. Why? Somebody wants Earl protected. 
Of course. He is to be protected. This will save him. You're sure about that? I don't have... Hmm. I haven't studied as much as him. I don't know the science of it all. But I'm as sure as I can be that this will help him. Which is something they say with the utmost sincerity. It's just that if this goes wrong, whatever it is we're doing here, I, I could end up in some really deep trouble. I mean, she said she didn't care enough to kill me, but that doesn't mean she won't do other things to me. Look, if you're here in Earl, I can protect you. Unless it's Earl Earl himself that means to do you harm. Yeah, but you didn't see this lady. She just, like, vanished. I don't even know how she did it. Mm. She's poof gone. Count Duchess scratches their head at that. I don't know anything about vanishing women. I'll believe you, but... Oh, my God. The vanishing woman's not in charge here. I... Earl Earl is. And I am by his side, as much as I can be. He listens to me. There's also only one of you. Yes, I, I'm so very glad for that. If it helps, I can I can bring your friend up, um, Sam, and he can let me know if anything goes wrong. I have to go be upstairs while this happens. I need to be seen. Plausible deniability much. Yes. That is definitely what Count Duchess is getting at, is plausible deniability. He can let me know if anything happens. So, just so I'm clear, before we go essentially do your dirty work here... It's you, difficult, not dirty. You are sure, but not science sure, that this is going to save him, but if anything goes wrong, you want to make sure we take the blame. I need to be at his side if something goes wrong, to keep him from overreacting. Okay. It's not about blame. It's about controlling him. Okay. Keeping him calm. I believe this will help, just because it will stop him from straining himself so much. Okay. Okay. Fail, you got nothing? I'm good. Gonna answer, I got nothing. God, I'm the only one with questions. Okay, good. I'm okay. Point me in a direction at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to break stuff, but okay. Oh my god. Count Duchess will lead you to the door that says, "By permission of Earl Earl only." They will unlock it. You notice that they also do something to what looks like either disarm or otherwise prevent something else from happening, as if it were uh, trapped in some way. Because you notice they do not use a key. Uh, but they open the door. You see this long corridor stretching out. There are doors on either side, but it looks like this hallway just keeps going down for a good... Actually, past farther than what any of you can see down here in the dark. Even with your dense glasses on and with your elven dark vision. It's a long freaking corridor. Well, it's at least 60 feet. I will tell your friend Sam to wait by the statue. If there's any trouble, you let him know. And if you guys are successful, you can let him know. Good? Okay. Yes, I think we're ready. Count Duchess walks off, leaving you at this open door to a corridor. They're off to go fetch Sam and Sniffins, just to be a messenger, basically, in case the shit hits the fan. Yeah. What do you do? Well, I guess we're going down this long hallway, trying to figure out what it is we're supposed to go break. How about some light? Oh, yeah, I got you. All right, Arnis, what do you light up? I guess I light up my loot. Are you using your old loot or your fancy new loot? I'm using my old loot, because I didn't know what we were doing. So, oh, yeah. I, like, I didn't bring the fancy thing. I was... You don't want Kantos just popping up? Excuse me. Did you be careful with that? <laughs> I swear to God, he's going to stow away in one of our cards <laughs> and just pop out every time I try to play it. And just, just, would you, I, um, did you wash your hands? <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't turn it so tightly. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I, um, don't restrain it like that. You haven't oiled it in three days. The trust rod looks incorrectly trusted. <laughs> You have an Allen wrench on you. No, but I have a Steve wrench. 
you have the Steve Allen wrench. <laughs> no, only the Tim Allen wrench. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, that one's got more power, so it's fine. Make your way down the corridor. It is <clears throat> silent as you walk down. Uh, as you walk past these doors, you notice all of them have those little sliding door things right about eye level. Like it's a pipe. I mean, they're not bars. It's not like cages that you look at. These are just solid doors, and there's a little mini door there at eye level height that you can slide open and look inside if you need to as you walk down. And there just seems to be door after door down this corridor, about every 10, 15 feet. Yeah, I'm going to stealth over to one of those doors and slide it open and see if I can't see into it. Sure, roll me a stealth. 22. Creep up to one of the doors and slide that open. Look in. Roll perception. 13. It's a smallish room. It looks like a medical room. You can see a bed in the center. Oh, this is creepy. And someone, just like the faint outline of a figure, there in the bed. And there's a number of shelves and things on the walls, but that's about it. It just looks like a medical room, as if you were in a hospital. Creepy. I'm going to explain this to my companions. Then it's creepy. What are they doing down here? Uh, does the door have a handle? Yes, of course. It's a door. Do we want to go into the room and see if we can't learn any more about what's going on in here? You said there was a, a person in there? Yeah. We should try to talk to them through the thing before we just open the door. But if we talk to them through the thing, then they'll know we were here. Yeah. We're going to get in a lot of trouble if we get caught doing this. Doing what? What is that what are we doing, doing down here? What? The, the sign on the door said... Earl and guests or something like that only? By permission of By Earl, permission Earl. of Earl, Earl only? Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on down here? Wait, you guys don't... Didn't Count Duchess fill you in? You guys all know as much as Count Duchess told any of you. Yeah. So, whatever they told you, Darvin, and whatever they told the group of you no. is common knowledge. So, something unnatural is happening down here. Yeah. Something that's not good for anyone involved. Not good for Earl, Earl specifically. Not good for Earl, Earl. But also probably not good for anyone else. And we're going to stop. Okay. Okay, what does this room thingy have to do with with that? that? Ah, good question. (laughs) That I don't know. But before we go calling hello to anyone, keep in mind we're going to get in a lot of trouble if we get caught here. So you're saying (laughs) let's keep moving before we try and figure out what's going on with this guy? No, no, not necessarily. We can do some stealthy shit. I just mean we shouldn't go announcing our presence and so I, I don't disagree with that, but... That's all I know. I'm not the stealthiest person, so... Am I ninjing into the dark room on my own right now? Is that what we're, we're saying? Why don't, we just, why don't we just look into some more of these rooms? Okay. Yeah, let's that's, look into that's the next good room idea. To see what's going okay. on. You're just going to look in the next... Yep. Okay. Same thing. Yeah. I There's someone lying in the bed in what appears to be very much so like a hospital room. And they're just there on the bed. And we've passed quite a few of these doors already, and there are more of them down the hallway. Oh, yes. As okay. far as I can see. Okay, I changed my mind. Maybe we should go in and investigate. Slash no, talk. I'm thinking at this point we need to figure out what the bigger thing is in this room. If every room's going to be like this, we can't We can't individually do anything Deal with at the each individual, individual room level. That's we have to line. figure out the bigger... We might be able to get some intel from them if they're conscious. <clears throat> or they could yell and freak out and draw attention to us. This is true. So why don't we just keep walking down the hall? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good idea. I agree. The hall goes down about 100 feet before it ends, at the end of which there's another door. It's larger than the ones you've been seeing on either side, and there is no small little window there to slide open. Clearly, this is a different room than what's been on either side of you. Am I opening this door? 
Yeah, either you or him. You both have stealth, right? Yeah. Stealth to quietly open up this yeah. door? Okay. Why don't you ready yourselves? Do we want to, like, listen at the door? See if we can hear If anything? you'd like to. My perception is only plus one, so I'm going to hear my... I'm going to hear the ocean. Well, I'm hear depending on what you roll. I hear the ocean. You want to roll for me? <laughs> Veil crit fails, puts their ear up to the door, and can't hear anything. Like, at all. Like, I lose just, my sense of hearing. Just the slow, steady beat of your heart in your chest. As things are just getting weird around here, and you're becoming ever more cognizant of it. Not cool. And this is just cool. creeping you out a little bit, and that's just pounding in your head. So that's a 12. Ooh. So Arnis goes up, puts his ear up to the door, and you can hear a very faint shuffling of feet. Like, one person. Not a group. I'll tell them, well, there's somebody back there. Sounds like one. Just kind of slowly meandering about in whatever space is beyond this door. But I'm going to draw my hand across the and stealthily open the door, knowing now that there's only one person. I turn out my loot. Okay, you douse the light. Okay. <laughs> um, quick, before anybody rolls anything, are Vale and Darwin wearing your dunce glasses? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you can see a little bit in the dark. A little. Go ahead. Stealth open this door. 17. You very quietly push the door open. And as you do so, you can hear the faint footfall of whoever this is in the room. It sounds like they're just walking about on the opposite side. This room sounds bigger, and you can, even with your limited vision, see that this is bigger than any of those medical rooms you were looking into. It's at least 40 by 40 by the sound of it. Possibly bigger. It doesn't seem like you've been noticed yet. Sneak deeper into the room and see if I can't see anything. Sure, we'll stop. Someone is going to do something. Okay. Looks like Darvin and Arnis are staying at the door while you go in and investigate. 24. You sneak your way around, and as you pass through, you notice really high shelves just standing in the middle of the room. You pass by this giant vat, or like a full-size keg, like hundreds of gallons worth of something, and you manage to sneak along around all of these. You're able to get fairly close to the far side of the room, and you can make out a table with a number of glass bottles and vials on it, and someone carefully working amongst them, making a mixture and combination of things, and yeah, you've been very quiet, so yes, you're able to see this person clearly. And you recognize them as Perla, the alchemist that you ran into in the shop okay. upstairs. And they're working on something. Interesting. What the damn hell? Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm going to sneak back to my friends. You make it back to the door just fine. And I'm going to tell them what I saw in a hushed tones. <laughs> what the damn hell? Yeah, this is out of my pay grade, yo. I thought there was going to be things to smash. Yeah, there's, there's lots, lots of things, things in there that smash. could be smashed. I thought it was going to be clear this is what we need to destroy. I think we need to maybe go in there and talk to her as I look at Arnis, who's our talker. Fine. We'll go. You two wait here. I'm going to sneak in behind you and cover you. Yeah, me too. As Arnis walks in making, I'm guessing, no secret of his entry. I... I'm not really a stealthy dude. He's playing a fanfare. I'm not playing a fanfare, but I'm not really a stealthy dude. But you should should play a song of introduction so they don't freak out. I'm assuming that Perla can see in the dark. Yeah. If she's down here. (laughs) So I'm assuming that I I can see her, that she can see me. She can see just as well as you can down here. So. As you walk in, not even trying to hide your footfalls, Darvin and Vale quietly sneak off to either side. Behind various shelves or containers. Yeah. Keeping themselves out of sight. Posting a sentry. Perla definitely hears you, since you're not trying to be quiet. Stops what she's doing, sets things down on her work table, turns to face you. Excuse me? Hi. Yes, but 
What are you doing here? I am here to help save Earl Earl. From what? Sounded to me like from himself. Earl Earl is just fine. I'm seeing to that myself. If you're worried about his well-being, just walk back upstairs. If he's if he's okay, then I suppose you won't mind sharing. What uh, what is this place? Roll some persuasion. You want information from this person? He definitely has it. I do want some information. Well, that doesn't mean they want to give it though. No, I'm Son of a. Did you just crit <laughs> Yes. Uh, it's a seven, but it doesn't matter. Perla very nonchalantly grabs a, a vial off of her work table and walks up to you and just says, Earl Earl is fine. Trust me on this. If you were in danger, I would know about it. This is all very safe. I've worked on this my entire life. With him directly at times. So why don't you just move on? Is there a reason why someone might think he was in danger? That he was spreading himself too thin? You tell me. I don't know. Well, there you go. You don't know. You're right. So, let me get back to work, and maybe I'll forget that you were down here? (sighs) Darvin and Vale, you guys are both in the shadows right now at this moment. Posting sentry. When there's something you want to do, you can. You just have to speak up. We were just told to come here and break shit, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, here's the thing, though. There are folks who are concerned about Earl Earl, one way or another, and I... In order to protect him, I don't even know how to ask what I'm asking. <laughs> Shit, hang on. <laughs> hang on a second. How do you talk to people again? Um, with words. Yeah, with words. Except I don't know what I need to know from her. I want to know what the hell is going on, but... Maybe I should just ask that. <sighs> Alright, lady. Look, I've already had a long day. It's been a hell of a morning. <laughs> I don't have time for games anymore. What the hell is going on here? I am helping Earl Earl watch the city. He needs to be everywhere. I'm helping him. But it, it seems to me that he used to have guards to do the same thing. So why does he need to be everywhere? Is the city safer now than it was when there were guards watching it? Wouldn't you rather have the person who is your final say in the law? Be watching over everyone, as opposed to somebody else who's merely interpreting that law? I would rather know who the one person in charge is. Earl Earl. Yeah, but there's, like, a ton of him. And they're all in charge. They're all him. What if they say they're two different things? But they don't all speak together. Meaning one doesn't know what the other one is doing. Roll persuasion. (laughs) Aha! 24! Nice. Not at the time, no. But they all learn. Mm-hmm. By the time morning comes, they're all the same. What does that mean? It means they all know. So what happens to them at night that they, they all... learn? They they learn in their sleep. What does that mean? You can't learn in your sleep. <laughs> and they they chuckle like you just said something very stupid. Of course you can. Of course. Um. No. You can't, maybe. Earl. Earl can. He's I, got better. sort of mind exchange thing that happens He's the rest. better? What does that mean? 
He's the Earl here. He's the nobility. I've got a friend who's nobility. He doesn't learn in his sleep. <laughs> I could fix that for him if he wanted. I So tell me how. How does Earl Earl learn in his sleep? Or how did he learn to learn in his sleep? He didn't have to learn how to do it. It's it's all science and magic. You know, those are two separate things, right? They work together fairly well, though. Um, Roll persuasion again. Um, what the hell's going on? <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Not as good. That's a ten. Hmm. The fact that it works should be good enough. Now, is there... Do you have a problem with Earl Earl knowing what happens in his city? Do you no. have a problem with the Earl overseeing the city? No. It's just... So help me out here. It seems, I think, to some people that would know better than I do, that whatever this is, is not working anymore. I'm satisfied with the results. But you're one person. Pretty smart person. Yeah, but you still only count as one. <laughs> Sorry. Just because you're smart doesn't mean you count as two people. <laughs> Welcome to how Arnis's brain works. But I'm really smart. I don't care. <laughs> I'm still one. Yeah. Job on. Ah. Perla just rubs her temples. I would like to get back to work. Can I have some privacy? In a minute. Work. In a minute. Oh, sweet old Winnier. Look, I know you're really smart, and all of this, I'm sure, is really impressive. It is. Um, what's the deal? Just really quick. What's the deal with the dudes in the, like, hospital-slash-jail cells out there? Roll me one more persuasion. <laughs> I think this conversation's about to come to an end. I think you're probably right. (laughs) But I figured if she's kicking me out anyway, we should just get down to brass tacks here. That's a 25. Jesus. (sighs) Perla gets extremely frustrated and flustered with you. Look, you've been an annoyance. But at least you're not interfering with my work. If I tell you, will you just get out of here? And let me finish working. Sure. That's Earl. Earl. Huh? Earl Earl. In that room. He'll be ready soon. In all of those rooms? Yes. Huh? He needs to oversee all of the city. He needs more. He needs more eyes. He needs to be more places. I'm doing that. For him. I'm helping him. How did they come to be? (sighs) Oh, God, I thought we were done here. Did you, like, grow them or something? How do I explain this? Where did you grow up? In a nice area? Did you live in a mansion? A cottage? The streets? Ew. I grew up in a house? Cottage? Nothing fancy? It was slightly below average, I suppose? Okay, then I can assume you've had rats in your house. That you didn't want there. Yeah... What did you do? Tell me, when you've got rats in your house, what do you do? I play music for them and then leave them out the door. (laughs) 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 Said the bard. And everyone's like, yeah, sure, I'll buy that, because the bard left the rats out the door. Perfect. (laughs) Sorry. 
Oh no, that was really good. That was so good. I, so I was like, hoping it's character. Does it that? I don't know if Artis has inspiration, but he has it now. <laughs> totally. That was that was perfect. That was the most Artis answer I've heard in a long time. And Perla just like grabs her face, just <sighs> Is that not what everybody did? Okay. You get rid of them. You send them away. I said, maybe maybe you didn't kill them. Set them free, yeah. But you got them out of your house. Yeah. Is that the best way? Is if you've got a rat problem, is the best way to deal with them to get them away from you? I guess so. No. Unless you like rats, and then nobody maybe. likes rats. Nobody wants a rat problem in their house. <laughs> That's disgusting. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody. I don't know what everybody likes. What if you could make it so they weren't a problem? What if they served you? What if they did what you told them to do? They would still poop everywhere. <laughs> Everything you told them to do. Oh, okay. You got them to clean up after you. You got them to watch over your home, to bring you your shoes, to keep intruders at bay, and yes, to go to the bathroom outside. Um, if they worked for you, wouldn't that be better? Because then it wouldn't just be you getting rid of this nuisance. You'd be, they'd be on your side. Your home would be better. Yes. If you're saying what I think you're saying, then you're insane. I'm, but I'm, I'm not, not you, insane. I'm gonna let you finish as to how that thing that you've just told me connects to those dudes out there. They're not rats. Well, literally. obviously they're not rats. No. They're literally not rats. Come on. But if you could take the vermin of your home and put it to work for you, would you do it? You're making prisoners into your leader. Mm. <laughs> she kind of looks up. I'm helping our leader. You're taking criminals and making them clones of the dude in charge. If they believe themselves to be the Earl and to be in charge, they're not truly imprisoned. They are freer, in fact, than you or I. They can do whatever they want. They're taking away their humanity. I fire my crossbow bolt at her. Oh, I'm sorry. Did, uh, did, does Vale over there fire a crossbow bolt? Yeah, Vale can't stand the fact that she's removing people's freedom from themselves, so she's going to take a crossbow bolt to the head. I was, I was um, getting ready to attack A roll her. with advantage. 18. Do you want this person to be alive or dead after you shoot them? I want them to be able to answer some questions. So yeah. You hit Perla in the chest. Low in the chest. Below the heart. And she just crumples down and is in pain and agony, bleeding on the ground. Good for her. In no position. What does anybody do? This woman is... She's low very much so at your mercy. Yeah. I just walk right up to her, and I oh, grab let me, the bolt. Let me, nope. I'm taking over at this point. I was like, um, let me ask her a question first. How do I reverse it? I'm coming out of hiding at this point, too. Oh. Following. You unshoot me? No. <laughs> <laughs> what you've done to these people. That's never been my concern. Hmm. Make it your concern now. Okay. I, I've... Oh, God... I'm a little hurt. Arnis, can you help me be a little more comfortable? I'm I'm in no condition to work. Just tell us what we need to do to reverse it. I don't know. You don't know? I'm going to roll insight on that. Sure. Roll insight. That's a four. Perla is overcome with pain and shock at this moment and clearly does not know where to begin. Does anybody else do anything? You made them, which means we can unmake them. The only way... I've seen them unmade is when they die. I think I know what we're supposed to do. Oh, okay. Except... Can, can I get a little help here? 
and she's trying to grab onto the bolt. I don't know if you're still holding it or no, not, yeah, but she's trying started. to pull it out. And it just and slit her throat. She's dead. <sighs> you slit her throat with the bolt? No, with my blade. With the hidden oh. blade. Okay, I hope nobody had any more questions for Perla, because Perla is dead now. Perla's dead. She's bleeding on the ground, dead. Cool. I had more things to ask, but I suppose those aren't important now. Um, <laughs> what does people do? I light my loot back up so that it's easier to see kind of Oof. what this room looks like. And what You're sh- in a very large alchemist shop with a couple of vats that are probably filled with a lot of liquid. So what should we do in here? <coughs> First, I think we need to destroy the prisoners. We need to destroy all of it. We need to burn it, burn it to the ground. Then there's still the matter of the other girl, girls that are walking around. I don't know if... I guess Countess just said stop him from spreading himself more thin. Oh, I think we can do that. We should take a look around, see if we can find any information that would help us fight the girls and stop them, and then burn it to the ground. Agree? Okay! <laughs> uh, everybody give me an investigation check, then, who's looking around for information. I have no bonuses. I got a five. I got a ten total. I got a three! Yay! So we're really good at killing unarmed old ladies. Really bad at... A lot of this stuff in Perla's workshop is just kind of beyond your guys' knowledge at this point. It's not something any of you have particularly studied. And without more time or, like, actually experimenting with it, I don't think you could know what it does. The best you can tell is that what's in these giant vats is not toxic in any way. It actually smells kind of clean. But what do you guys do? I want to talk to one of them. Okay. I think that's a good idea. Just, like, go you, out of the workshop, whichever you, the first door we come yeah, to. Yeah, you go into one of these medical rooms. Underneath a very light blanket, there is an Earl Earl. Fully clothed, asleep. Or is out, at least. Asleep, unconscious, whatever. With the door open. We've got you covered. So then, like, in, I, I knock on the door just to see... That's fine, there's no response when you knock. Um, excuse me, uh, Earl... Are you going in, or are you just at the door right now? I'm just sort of at the door. Is the door open? Yeah. There's no response. I walk in. Hello. No, no. I give like a like a just a like a pat on the shoulder. Okay. And he he slowly starts to wake. Like you see, his eyes start to flutter, and he looks up. Ah, oh, I'm so hungry, thirsty. He looks at you with very squinted eyes. I think I know you. What? What's up? What's what's going on? Oh, I gotta think. I need to put myself together. He starts rubbing his temples. Oh, shit. He's pointing his finger, like, somewhat at you, just trying to remember, um, Gray. Right? Why are you down here? I went to bed. You yeah. live down here? No, this doesn't look like my room. I remember going to bed. This guy is part of the Earls at this point. But this is his first time being part of the Earls, so it's... I think what, what I'm understanding at this point is... Their minds sink when they sleep. Right. And when they wake up, they become individuals again. That sounds right. But with the knowledge of all of the other Earls. And what they did previously. So let's not wake any more of them up. What happens when you kill one? I don't know. Well, I think we're going to find out. I I think we're going to have to find out. He he slowly starts sitting up, hops off the bed, finds a pair of shoes in the corner, almost like he was expecting to find them there, and slips them on. I am so confused right now that I am not going to do anything, so someone else is going to have to take a shot. Okay. Because 
Because I'm just like, because he knew my name, and I feel like that shouldn't have been a thing, and so I'm a little okay. Like, well, Vale's pretty much got a grasp of what she thinks hap- or what they think is morning. happening here. So Vale's gonna walk right up, or not Vale? Lord Carver is gonna walk up, and I wear my bracer on my left hand. I'm gonna offer the right hand to shake his hand. Is the attention here to stab him? Well, yeah, I'm gonna shake his hand, and then I'm gonna pull him in and stab him. All right, uh, roll a, a deception or something here. What do you think is? I think deception is the best, deception, but yeah. I could see an argument for another. Uh, 19 on the deception. Okay, yeah, he he reaches out, and he, oh, yes, good morning, Lord Gold, and just before he can say dagger, <laughs> it shoots <laughs> up into his chest. It's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> but it is. It's poetic, and that's it why is. we're laughing no, at it. No, Arnis doesn't think it's funny. <laughs> Shannon thinks it's funny. Arnis is just like, uh, what's going on? He knew my name, I don't understand. Roll your damage. Are we counting that as a sneak attack and an assassin attack? Well, you didn't have I will you didn't have you, advantage. I will give you the sneak attack. Alright, but not the surprise. Wait, what do you need for the assassin damage? Uh, so on assassin, I have advantage on attack rolls, and any hit you score on that creature is a crit that is surprised. He's not surprised. Okay. <laughs> He's not surprised. Not enough for the assassination damage. Got it, got it. Like, as you're bringing your left hand up, he just, like, barely catches it for a moment before he catches it in the chest. 14, Dim. You reach out your right hand to shake, you pull him in, your left arm shoots up, and you see a moment of shock just before the blade comes out and gets him under the ribs and stabs up, and he kind of collapses down to his knees as blood starts coming out all over your hand. And as you pull the dagger out, he's clutching his side and coughing just in disbelief. <laughs> oh, oh, it's... Ow. Why? Why? Oh, it hurts. I'm not going to answer him. My next, my next move would be to finish him off. D- does anybody answer when he says why? I'll just say we're sorry. Wow. <laughs> Fuck, that's cold, Darvin. Sorry, it's not cold. We're sorry. My, my instinct would be to, to say to save you. Oh, so, he he shouts out, "Help!" And that's Help. I'm going to try to finish him off. And you finish him off. He barely had any life. Yeah, I just wanted to see if you're going to kill him right away. And you're able to just slash another throat as he's calling out for help, and his screams echo through the halls. He falls forward onto the ground, his face just making. A deadened thud as it hits. And as the life drains out from him, you see his limbs grow thinner and his hair grow longer and whiter as he's dead there face down on the ground. I flip him over. Vale, you know this is a changeling. What the fuck? You've seen yourself enough to recognize another. Don't drink any more of the elven water. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. What the fuck? What, what do y'all do? What the, what the hell's happening here? I still don't know the changelings yet. Tell us. See, this looks like when Kara passed out. A little different. The hair is probably a little, a little <laughs> bit wavier. And the features are definitely different on the face. But other than that, it's like almost the same. Do you guys think the changelings are the... What was the word she used? Rats. Yeah. We have to stop this. Yeah. What do you want to do? I honestly don't know. I see everybody is standing there in... Total shock. Shock. (laughs) 
and yeah. silence. You can definitely hear movement down the hall from within these other rooms as the other Earl Earls are getting up and putting themselves together. Does anybody do? I am going to attempt to shift into my true form. I'm literally just looking to Vale because I feel like I can no longer make this decision. If we can't put them back, and I don't think we can, we need to act fast. Vale, you attempt to shift back into your form. It stings, but you can do it. Thank God. It's almost like you're holding your own form as if you're holding Lord Goldagger's form or you're holding Kara's form. You can just feel the tension in your muscles as you're your own true self. Wow. We have to stop this. They're enslaving my people. They are. I'm with you. Question is how? There's no other reason than they see my race as vermin. You start to hear doors open in the hall. You know what might be a better or the less admittedly appealing idea? It might be time to make ourselves real scarce and figure out what to do about this one later. I was thinking more trying to remind them of what they are and then taking them as an army up to kill the Earl. If you think that'll work, I'll back you up. I'm with you. I'm just gonna point out, are we sure the real Earl Earl even still exists? No. That's a good point. We're not. You hear footsteps coming down the hall towards you. A lot of them. Arnest, light me up. Loot's already lit. The loot is lit. Okay. But if you need something else. I was going to say, no, I mean literally light me up. Has to be an object. Anything you're wearing, like you can... My doublet. I take out the light on the loot because I can only do one thing at a time. All right. That's right. All right. And your shirt just glows. And you're now a beacon in this room. And I walk out into the hallway in my true form. And you see just a hallway full of Earl Earls with a rapier at their hand, in their hand. How many of them are there? A dozen? Okay. If this doesn't work, we're all going to die. Maybe. Yeah, this is not going to be easy, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to work, but I have to try it. I I call out to them to get their attention. You've got their attention. They're all lit up. They all definitely see you. Yes. And I say, uh, Earls, look upon me. What am I? Oh, that's a good question. A solution to a problem. Um, As they move forward. uh, I'm just going to hold my hand out and say, one moment, please. And I'm going to look to Darvin, and I'm going to say, Darvin, bring the other Earl out, the one we just killed. And bring him out. Okay. Are you just holding him or throwing him on? I'm, I'm gonna try and bring tell me him, about what this bring is. Bring him like walking so they can get a good look at him. Okay. You know what I mean, like I can so, help carry yeah. him. Yeah, that'd be if cool. you want. A yeah, so we can carry him out like it. You kind of do a little uh, fireman's carry there between the two of you. Yeah. And you walk out this former Earl. Earl this so. dead changeling. And they can all see it now. What did you? What do you say? And I, I I'm gonna fail this because I have zero charisma at all, but I have to try. This one of our kin was just like you moments ago. But something has been done to corrupt his form and his mind, just like all of you that came out of those doors. All right, roll me a persuasion. This is not going to be easy. Oh, I figure I'm going to fail it, but I had to try it. Oh, yeah, no, that's an eight. They look at you, and they look at the dead Changeling in Darvin and Aranus's arms. And a few of them will say almost simultaneously you've wasted a perfectly good one 
Wow. But you can take their place if you want. As they continue walking forward. How far are they at this point? 20 feet. But he's one of you. Arnish shouts. There you go. Not yet. But soon. He... They, these ones are gone. Do you accept the fact that you're slaves? Roll persuasion. I mean, they'll answer you anyway. I just want to see how positively they answer. We're in charge. There are no slaves at the top. You've given up what makes you who you are. But we're so much more now. As they continue to advance. Closing the distance. And from the far end of the hall now, you can hear Sam... I, I think there's a problem. Yeah, there's a problem. Uh, and a couple of the back turn to look at Sam. But you said there's no slaves at the top. We're in charge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, except you have no identity. You're all the same. Someone has made you the same. Right. You can also roll persuasion. How is that freedom? Uh, I will use one of your dice. <laughs> Mine don't seem to be doing too well this evening. Uh, well, that's not much better, but your persuasion score is higher than mine. What did you roll? A six. It's probably a twelve. It's a twelve. Whatever little bit has been lost has been more than made up for. Would you rather run from rock to rock in hiding, or be in charge of an entire city? I'd rather be me. Mm. Uh, They are raising their rapiers. Um, I figure combat's pretty much imminent at this point. If you'll allow it, I want to attempt to whisper something to my companions and then speak to the crowd. Yeah, go ahead. All right. I'm going to try to whisper to Arnis and Darvin mm-hmm. to fall back to the laboratory so we can bottleneck them into the door. That's a good idea. Um, and then I'm going to address the group. Plus, maybe there's something in the laboratory we can smash to continue yeah. now. So people want to fall back to the lab? Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's a good plan. All right. I'm trying to play Veil vale like Veil. Vale. She would have had a second plan. You whisper to your friends and you all very hurriedly backpedal into the lab and shut the door. We're keeping it open. You wanted to say something to them, right? Yeah, I was going to fight them. I was just going to fight them back in the lab where we had more space to control the fight. Oh, uh, tell me what's going on as you're moving back towards um, the lab. As we move back, I'm going to draw my own rapier. Okay. And I will tell them anyone who will not break the shackles of their slavery to be free, I will set free. Hmm. Some murderous stuff right there. Mm. This is the first time in the in the entire game where I won't see myself as actually murdering anyone. Because you're setting them free. How's Darvin feeling about all this? Oh, he's pretty close to where Vale is, I think, minus the personal connection. He's shocked and aboard and is ready to set some souls free. Okay. In the name of his God. So as Vale, in their true form, is doing their best to plead with the Earl Earls to remember who they really are, finding it completely ineffective. Earl Earl likes being on top and in control. And as you all quickly backpedal, weapons drawn into the laboratory, the Earls pick up their pace, pull their rapiers forward, point it at the door, and start charging in. And far in the background, you can hear Sam say to Sniffins, not this time, not again. And that's where we end. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. 
You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at Dibber.mo or at SoundCloud.com slash Dibber Music. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Website design by Patrick Dunkerley over at DunkDesigns.com. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. It's been a thousand years since the Celestial War, and the great races were rendered extinct. A thousand years since the establishment of the Decladine Empire, and peace came over Pylos. But an ancient secret that promises of untold power has broken the Alliance and threatens to destroy the realm. Join our heroes, Tash. Grab Daryl. Get out. I will follow you. Go. Silverpaw. You'll pay for this, Sylvia. Craig. Someone is looking for you. The name Tash. And... Bagger. Let's get dangerous. As they uncover dangerous secrets, ancient cities, and race against time and the Empire itself to save Pylos. Download The Stranger Lands now before it's too late.